Hello, hello, and welcome back. It's been a little while since we've talked to you all. Welcome back to the Spinning Thoughts Podcast. This is Angelo coming at you with the one and only Brandon Robertson. My dude, what up? Yo, man, I feel rejuvenated. You're right, it has been a long time. We took a little hiatus there uh, with the Thanksgiving holiday, a little bit of traveling and, you know, rejuvenation, but we're here and ready to rock and roll. We've got another amazing guest from another killer band we're really excited to talk to. So without further ado, let's introduce Chris Laporto from Can't Swim. Chris, what's up, man? Dude, what's going on? Thanks for that uh, very lovely intro. How's it going? And that was, you know, off the cuff. That wasn't written down. (laughs) That wasn't rehearsed. Like That was the first time you heard it, right? Yeah, no, first time. Hell yeah. All right. So... We did pretty good there. Uh, Chris, something, man. yeah, thanks for joining us here today. Uh, what's going on? Dude, not much. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for taking the time. Just hanging. Uh, You're over I'm in, in New, uh, Jersey New Jersey? Currently. Yeah. It's been snowy and rainy, but it's been good. Yeah. <laughs> what's there to do right now in Jersey in, uh, you know, the middle of December? Anything fun? Get depressed. Uh, <laughs> no, I think it's, uh, I guess, I don't know. I guess if you're into snowboarding, it's like. Jersey, you can snowboard and go to the beach in the same state. I think that's why I think I've heard a lot of people talk about that. It's a small um, state, right but now, lots in it. Yeah, exactly. Jersey's got a little bit of everything for somebody. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they've got can't swim. So, you know, that's, that's pretty true. nice, right? That is pretty nice. <laughs> so, hey, again, we want to thank you, Chris, for coming on. Um, just to kind of start off the pod here. Uh, so Can't Swim was featured in AP Magazine's most anticipated alternative releases of 2017. It's a mouthful, but it's also quite the compliment. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, yeah, that was that's pretty awesome. Right? Yeah, I thought that was yeah, it's pretty great, man. And, uh, and you had some good good company in that list as well too. Some really fantastic bands. Some have been around for a while. Some are newer. Um, and I know you guys are being mentioned in that because of an album you have coming out in 2017. We're gonna touch on that a little bit later in the pod. Um, sure. But Chris, for for those who haven't had the pleasure of reading the article or being introduced to the band yet, let's educate them a little bit on who Can't Swim is. Oh man, um, yeah. Can't Swim is a band I started about a year ago um, in my bedroom on my laptop. I never really thought much would come of it. I never uh, played guitar or sang in a band or anything. I was just kind of goofing around. Yeah. Um, send in some demos back and forth to the guys and we would just work on songs. They would like voice memo me their ideas or what they liked and didn't like. Um, we were all, you know, like in different parts of our life, never thought we would do this band. We kind of just thought it'd be something to have an excuse to get in the room together and maybe jam one day. Right. And then, uh, we recorded the songs ourselves, Danny, is our drummer and he also is our producer engineer guy very talented kid he recorded the songs in his apartment uh and then we just sent him to like a couple buddies um who now actually is our manager this guy named christopher hodge a very good friend of mine yep great guy he sent it to a couple people the people over up here noise heard it and they wanted to help us out put the record out and uh then the band started so you guys kind of did yeah, it really was. Yeah. But you guys are kind of doing what every, you know, young artist, musician, guitar player, singer, songwriter kind of wants to do is, you know, kind of sit down, write some songs, send them out and get them heard. But rarely does that happen. I agree, man. Yeah, I feel very fortunate. I feel uh, like we got a very good shortcut. Um <laughs> But, you know, I'm not a young gun. I've been in a million bands. Um, yeah. And was, all of us have, actually. We're all in our late 20s. Um, but, no, I definitely uh, thank thank the internet for being yeah. able to uh, <laughs> let us skip years of touring. Um, but, yeah, that's one of our favorite things about Can't Swim is that uh, we didn't win over a label by like aesthetic or right. uh, a crazy live show. It was just, you know, we wrote some songs and they wanted to be a part of it. They uh, really had a lot of faith in the songs. And then here we are almost exactly a year later where I think we released our first song in the beginning of December wow. of last year. So it's been almost exactly a year. Well, happy anniversary to you. You yes, celebrating thanks, it all? Man. You popping the champagne? <laughs> I'm, I'm, t- I'm talking to you. That was going to be my big... <laughs> 
celebration. <laughs> what a disappointment that must be. <laughs> no, we're glad to have you. Um, oh, yeah, man. Hey, so Can't Swim, you guys have got a really, uh, you got you got a different sound. It, it brings in a lot of different uh, tangents from different uh, tangents, tannins, whatever the word would be from other, I don't know what the hell, I don't know. Tarzan. It brings a lot of Tarzans in. Um, where, where do you, where do you pull from? What's your influences that help you create the sound and can't swim? <clears throat> you know, like I said, I was a, a very like a novice when it came to songwriting and especially guitar playing. I just think, uh, I think it just became a thing of like things I was a fan of when I was a kid growing up. And, uh, I don't think I relied too much on musical theory in a sense, because I don't yeah. really know much about it, but <laughs> it's more just like a, a feel thing, you know, if a part uh, feels right. And if it jives with the rest of the guys in the band, I think we kind of gravitate towards those rather than, you know, if it's not the most complex musically, I don't think we're all concerned about that. Sometimes Can't Swim songs are just one chord for like, you know, I think we're just uh, more about the feel and the emotion of the part rather than the actual notes. Um, But other than that, I don't know, man. I think a lot of the stuff is rhythmically, rhythmically based because... I played drums my whole life, so I think a lot of it comes from patterns rather yeah. than riffs. Um, this is all from what other people have told. I'm cheating. I'm like <laughs> using other people's answers. <laughs> um, Sometimes those are the best answers. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Unbiased uh, yeah, perspective. I guess that's kind of where the inspiration came from is more just uh, rhythmically based and then um, – yeah, biting off bands. <laughs> well, yeah. t- tell me what that's like going, you know, from being a drummer to uh, a guitar player. Because I actually uh, did the exact opposite of you. <laughs> I've been playing guitar in bands since I was, you know, 13 years old. And now I drum in the band that oh, Angelo nice. and I uh, play in. So, oh, awesome. Yeah, what's it like going the opposite way? Dude, it's it, in the beginning. I thought it would be a lot more nerve-wracking than it actually turned out to be. Um, I'm not a very eccentric man. I didn't. I don't think I was born to be a front man by any means. But uh, it's been it's been feeling more like home, being up in the front rather than being behind the drums. Um, but like I said, I think I kind of approach it in the same way. I, I use like my guitar playing as a very rhythmic thing. It's just mostly chords and patterns rather than like shredding solos um but other than that you know i think i'll always consider myself a drummer maybe in a weird subconscious way so you know i spent my whole 20 years playing the drums um but yeah i would say i get a lot less sweaty when i play the guitar (laughs) and sing which is a nice difference very Um, very nice it is one of the perks yeah and there's a lot less to set up drums are the worst with setting up now, do you um, kind of do uh, a Dave Grohl type thing? So when these songs get recorded, you play the guitar and then you record the drums, and then, or yep, or, yep, or yep. does your actual drummer that that performs live with you record the drums as well? For "Death Deserves a Name," which is our first release, um, I pretty much did all the drums and all the guitars and stuff. But then for the record that we are going to touch on later, uh, I think it was pretty split. It was. I played some songs on drums, and then Danny, who's our drummer, played some songs. Um, for that whole process, for the uh, the recording of the full length, it was Volt. No one really took on a specific role, to be honest. Um, like I said, I played the drums, and Danny played the drums. We even had Mike, uh, who is our guitar player, who has no drum ability. He's never played the drums in his life. Even, like, kind of record a part just to kind of get, like, a different feel. Yeah. Um, I played bass in some songs. Greg, our bass player, played guitar in some songs. We, we, we all try to, like, take everybody's strengths and, and uh, different playing styles and kind of get the best of both worlds. Um, we don't really look at Can't Swim as, like, okay, like, you know, I'm the rhythm guitar player and I'm the lead. You know, it's just... We're all just trying to make the best song. So for Death Deserves a Name, it was all me pretty much. And then for the new full length, it's all of us doing different crazy stuff. <clears throat> so before we get too deep into all those great details, there there's a very surface level question that a lot of people from our research and our surveys and everything that we, you know, we put a lot of time, you know, preparing for this and everything. <laughs> <Sure>. um, <laughs> the question that most people wanted us to ask you Chris is, can you swim? 
Okay, okay. I figured this was coming. I have a very <laughs> long um, rebuttal. Uh, no, I can't swim. I, I don't know how to swim. <laughs> and you live in I Jersey. Learned, it's terrifying. Yeah, I never learned. Um, as a kid, I never really found interest in it as an adult. Um, so is this for real? And can you at least tread water? Uh, I, the last time I was in a body of water that was deep enough, honestly, was fucking probably 15 years ago. But the, 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 the joke is um, when I was in kindergarten – the teacher asked the class to name one like one attribute about yourself that defines you as a person. And um, a couple kids, I was like so nervous as a kid. I was like, "What the hell am I going to say? I have no fucking idea." A couple kids were like, "You know, I love sports. I love football." And then the kid before me was like, "You know, I love the beach. Like, I love to swim. It's my favorite thing to do. I love swimming." So, in a quick <laughs> nervous answer, I was like, "Well, I can't swim." And then everybody laughed. And then 20 years later, I started a band. So that's the whole that's the whole story. <laughs> and, you know, I think bands get asked all the time where the name came from. And sure. For, sure. You know, Brandon and I were in a band and, and, and I understand the question. I, I actually think it's kind of interesting. There's sometimes where it actually means nothing. There's times where it means a lot. Um, sure. But honestly, though, I mean, there's a lot of things I can't do. There's a lot of things I know Brandon can't do, but we don't go. go we don't go naming bands after it. So why is Dude, that so that important to you? There's your answer right there. You could just name your next band something you're inadequate of doing. Uh, it really wasn't. I mean, there is no, there's no significance of that story in my life. I just thought it sounded like a cool band name. Um, it doesn't mean anything like, oh man, society's like drowning, making me drown. It's like no, it's nothing. It's just a stupid name. Uh, so if the name wasn't gonna be Can't Swim, Ooh, what else would have? Like what else would have been? Um, hmm. I started a band a couple months before this with a buddy of mine named Waldo. It's like his <laughs> name he goes by. Yeah. And we just called it Odd Law, which is just Waldo backwards. So maybe I could have just used that and just put him in the band. You could have. I think yeah. Can't Swim. Can't Swim might be better than Waldo, I think. It might be. Brandon? <laughs> or is it Odd 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 Law, you said? Yeah, Odd Law. Odd I guess Law. It been. Yeah. yeah. No, I like Can't Swim. Okay, let's stick with cancer. Yeah. Okay. So, no, you know what? Change it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Right here, right now on this <laughs> yeah, podcast. Change it. <laughs> you know, right before the new album comes out, screw it. Just, yeah, we, we got to get a hold it. of AP Magazine, let them know that they need to republish all these down. articles. And- <laughs> so, you know, as you mentioned, Chris, uh, Can't Swim's been around for around a year. Um, kind of like the one year anniversary of some of the songs um, going out into the internet. So, you know, your songs kind of gained attention and listenership quickly. Again, with Brandon and I being artists, we we try to write songs the best we can. Sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's hard. It almost seemed like these songs came to you uh, organically. Do you think that that's why they have kind of hit a peak so, so well fast? Received. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think there's something to say there. I like to say, um, like I was touching on before, that they're not very complex songs. They're not very uh, intricate. You know, if a kid knows how to play a few chords, he can kind of figure out his own version of a Can't Swim song. So I think there's something to say about that. You know, I hope it gives kids like the feeling of like, man, I could do this too. Like I could start a band. You know, this kid went from playing drums his whole life, has no idea how to play guitar. And look what he did. You know, I think there is a sense of, you know, it's... um very recognizable and very easily digested. You know, I think they're very straightforward kind of, uh, don't bore us, get to the chorus kind of songs. Um, (laughs) but yeah, I don't know. You know, I think, I don't know if anybody knows really the right formula of making a band that people enjoy. Um, you know, I'd like to think that we have it. I'd like to think that people like our stuff, but I, I don't know. I don't know why. I guess it's just, beginner's luck is what i usually blame it on (laughs) (laughs) so did death deserves a name was the ep you guys released february of 2016 right so five songs were on that what were the initial expectations when releasing death deserves a name um like once pure noise signed on or once we were finished with the songs because once we were finished with the songs no expectation. I was like, oh, man, this would be cool to show my mother when I get home. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> but then once Pure Noise got involved, um, 
again, man, like we were still so new. We really were just very excited to see where it would go. Um, I mean, I guess by February, we already had your clothes out, which was the first single off that. So we kind of started to get a sense that people were enjoying the song and kind of like, you know, getting the vibe of what we were doing with the songs. Um, I think we just, oh, you know, now that we became a band, we just want to tour, you know, and um, we were hoping that once the record came out, we would get some tour offers. Um, And then... We just wanted to write more. I think that was kind of what it inspired us to do. Like as soon as we saw how much people gravitated towards those five, we're like, "Oh man, like we got to get back in the studio. We got to write more songs." It opened up, uh, you know, Pandora's box for you. Totally. Uh, to, it, yeah, it definitely did. To keep yeah. moving forward. Uh, yep. Death deserves a name is also a track on the EP. Um, yep. So, what is Death's name? <laughs> Well, I guess I do not know what his is his or her name is. <laughs> um, that's kind of, I guess, what the whole record is about. Uh, yeah, I don't have an answer for that. I don't know what his name is. Will we ever know? Will humankind ever know? Chris, we're Probably. leaning on you right now. This is a, think before you speak on this one. I would say. If I had like what are those little things? The not a Luigi board. What is the little circle we, thing? And the Ouija board. Right. Is that a Ouija board? No, what's like the little circle thing? A crystal ball? It it... No. Crystal ball, kind of. It's like a black magic eight ball. Or a something. magic eight ball, yeah. I had one of those yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah, you ask it a question and it shakes it and yeah. it say, probably not. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there, there's no hope there. That's okay. No, no hope. But hey, another um, another question that, that came to me as I was listening to the songs on uh, death deserves a name and and things like that it really is who's the girl on the cover because you guys use that as you know social media cover photos um, yeah 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 it, and it catches your eye like even when you look at facebook or twitter and it's the smaller profile pic like in your feed there's just something about the black and white the glasses they come to a point who is totally. she why is that the album cover anything behind that uh, certainly. Yeah, it actually has pretty much, it's probably the most important part of this whole thing. Um, so that girl on the cover is my ex-girlfriend. So about, I'll tell you the whole long, boring story. Please uh, do. About se- seven years ago, when I was about 20 years old, which is, I know, dating myself, <laughs> uh, I was dating that girl on the cover. Um, a couple of buddies of mine who live too far away to even make sense of starting a band. We're like, oh, man, we should start a band. Uh, never had a practice, never wrote a song. I was planning on playing drums for it. Never went anywhere. Uh, the only th- the only thing we did um, come to terms with is like, oh, man, I got, this, I got this cool name for a band. Let's call it Can't Swim. And they were like, yeah, man, that's sick. So me and the girl are dating, being 20, having nothing to do. I was like, oh, man, let's take a photo, you know, like with uh, we could use it for that band. Okay. I go, I get a camera, I write the can swim on the piece of tape. I put it over her mouth. We take the photo, whatever. Time goes by. Seven years passes. Me and this girl break up years ago. Um, I start to goof around writing these songs. um, And I was like, oh, man, maybe... I could try to sing on them too. I never sang before. I'll try to sing on them. I start singing on them. I was like, oh, what are these songs going to be about? Um, you know, me and her relationship always kind of stuck in my head. Uh, so all the songs on Death Is There's Name are about a very specific time, me and her dating each other. I'm gonna get so you didn't actually this... kidnap her? <laughs> no, 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 no. The, <laughs> okay. tape, the tape was just a prop. <laughs> and do you have to pay her every time this record yeah, sells? Well, so you have to pay her royalty go, for her face being on there? <laughs> uh, we came to an agreement. My lawyers, so her lawyers, and I think everything is copacetic. Uh, your people worked out, worked it out with yeah. her people. That's good. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I finished the songs. I go, oh, man, why don't I just call this band Can't Swim? I never got to use that. And then uh, I'm in my bed one night, and I'm like, oh, man, if I could find that photo I took seven years ago, I'll just use it for all this stuff it makes a lot of sense the songs are about her i called her on the telephone without talking to her for years and i was like hey i got this record deal i got this thing i want your face to be a part of it and she was super down uh hell yeah that's very cool of her yeah and she, a great idea actually, 
Yeah, yeah. It's funny how things work, but it, surprising that she'd be so understanding after you kidnapped her and taped her up. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who would have thought it took her seven years to just forget that I kidnapped her? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the whole thing. And then again, touching on the new record, but the new record is her face again. It's when she's now seven years older, which is kind of the concept is like you're kind of watching this person grow up via album cover. So. We became friends because of Can't Swim. I was like, hey, man, like it'd be so great if you could be a part of it again. She likes the band. She was so excited for the idea. We did a whole photo shoot. We took crazy pictures of her, and it's going to be her face again. So Honestly, man, I really dig that. I, like, I oh, think that's you. super cool. Um, you know, I've gone through breakups, and everyone has, and I'll tell you, <laughs> just it's super sweet Like that you guys can – can work on things like this be creative together and i like how you tied it into you know it now being the the new album that's that's coming up again which we're gonna touch on we're really really totally, you know, teasing it you know but yeah <laughs> yeah no for sure man it was yeah it's like a it's a funny thing something that was kind of negative you know a breakup in my life and now doing this band has made me and her friends again and it's kind of made everything pretty awesome so uh yeah it's great that she's on board and she wants to be a part of it it's, it's pretty it's pretty great awesome so hey uh, another question for you chris is uh totally. stranger your your new single that's out right yeah so when did that uh when was that released i guess that was what like about a month ago now i guess uh, a couple of weeks ago yeah uh we were in europe on tour at the time so everything's kind of a little bit of a blur but yeah. i think it was yeah, about three weeks ago, I think. So is Stranger going to be on the new album? Is this a release yep. from... It is, okay. Yeah, yeah, we kind of got uh, on an email train with, with the manager and the label. We were kind of like, you know, what kind of song do we want to like release first and kind of give people like a good representation of what the new record's about? And Stranger was the pick. So we put that one out first, and then we shot the video for it after we made that decision. And then, uh, yeah, we put it out. So what we want to do right now, Chris, is on the topic of Stranger, and now that we've confirmed if, you know, that it's going to be on the new album, which, again, we're going to mention after this little break here, we're going to play Stranger in its entirety right now. Chris, what do you think? Uh, hey, man, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> awesome. Brandon, what are you thinking? Let's do it. All right. Without further ado, this is Stranger by Can't Swim.
places that you've traveled to Someday be filled with friends that you threw away back home And said you'd find them all again Would I just be just like them? So that was Stranger by Can't Swim. That's going to be a track off of their new album, which we're going to talk about here in, I'm telling you, in a minute and a half, maybe two minutes. But before we do, Brandon, what'd you think of Stranger? I love the vibe, man. Everything that, that I've heard from Can't Swim, uh, it touches me, not in a weird way, but in like a... Uh, I don't know, and you know my my musical style and, and like what I like, and I'm typically into Some, something that punches you in the face. Or, yes, yeah. usually I like that, but this is 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 caressing my face, and I I really liked it. <laughs> it's an interesting way to say. I'm I'm look, Brandon. For those who don't know what he looks like, he's got the, this severely manly beard, like severe, um, and mine's like half of his, so I'm like nowhere near the intensity. I can only picture. <laughs> what it would look like to caress your... I almost want to reach across the uh, studio here and pet, pet you. Um, Chris, is there anything you want our listeners to know about Stranger that we didn't already mention? Um, Stranger? Yeah, I think Stranger we picked to put out first uh, just because we kind of think it touches on both sides of what the new record sounds like. They're like The verses are pretty quiet and like mild-mannered, and I'm like kind of singing in a lower uh, register... And then the choruses are kind of like yelly and like more aggressive. Um, and I think a lot of the songs on the newest record uh, do both of those things. Like there's some heavy songs and then some pretty soft songs. So uh, we talked with the guys from the label and we thought Stranger was kind of the best move. And then we put it out. So uh, I think the people have been kind of picking up on that. I kind of see that it's a sense of what the new stuff is going to sound like. So yeah. I think it's cool. It's a great approach and yeah. it definitely caught my attention and is keeping me interested. So I'm assuming all of our listeners will feel the same. Now we've teased it. We've talked about it. Let's actually dive into it. Um, part of the reason why we really wanted to talk to you, Chris and get you on the pod was because you've got a new album coming out in early 2017. It's called fail you again. So we want to dive into this a little bit and get some insight on it. Now, from what I understand, it's being released re- released in February or March of 2017. Do you have a more specific date? Um, I'm probably not the guy to talk to because, I, like I said earlier, I'm not, I'm pretty awful at that stuff. But I do believe <laughs> first week of March is kind of where we're shooting for. Anywhere from like the 7th to like the 10th, I think. I'm pretty sure that is the plan. Okay. We'll keep so an eye coming. out. It's coming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every, you know, everyone's waiting. So, um, yeah, man. Oh, for sure. Really excited for it. Now, it, we mentioned at the very beginning of this podcast, Can't Swim was featured in AP uh, Magazine's um, really awesome article on, um, you know, anticipate, most anticipated alternative releases of 2017. So in that article, which I read and I thought it was a great, you know, interview and everything, you mentioned something pretty interesting and we've already alluded to it a little bit was how Can't Swim started. Uh, You just kind of doing it and you just kind of almost got like this desire to do it and you did it. And and now here you are a year later. It's all moved kind of fast. But in the article, Chris, you kind of talked about 
there being expectations now from you and from Can't Swim and that kind of being the hardest part about writing this new record. Can you talk more about that? Sure, man. Yeah, like uh, like you said, it was kind of just <laughs> came from right under us and something that we did uh, just as friends in a room is now being critiqued and pulled apart by magazines and young kids around the world. Um, so I definitely think I maybe let it uh, fall on me a little bit where I was like, oh, man, like I didn't even think about like, where does the story continue? Like, you know, <laughs> what am I going to write about? And, and, and <laughs> what riffs am I going to use for this? Um, but to be honest, it really didn't last too long, man. Like uh, the guys in my band, were so patient and so like uh positive and they're like oh dude it's gonna come man it's gonna come and then it started to come it really did like uh really right after death deserves a name was finished and was released i wrote like half the demos of um what this new record is gonna sound like um i think just because i had those guys now more involved and um we just kind of clicked and we just worked off each other and i could send them the tiniest idea and they would elaborate on it so uh that definitely it was it was in the very beginning a little daunting but yeah it quickly quickly went away and and in the article you mentioned you know the writing the sixth song right because death deserves (laughs) a name was five so what what was the sixth song was there one do you remember or were they all kind of together um there was a lot of parts that were uh you know one bridge of one song became the chorus of another song. But actually I would say um, there's a song off the newest record that actually closes the album. Um, and then stranger to be actually, to be completely honest, awesome. yes, stranger. And then the song that the record closes with were pretty much finished right after death deserves a name was finished. So those were the newest ones. Now, if I understand correct, you mentioned this earlier too, that, your drummer is who mixes all your music and produces it. Is that right? Yep, yep, yep. So does uh, how does the label feel about that? Do they get pissed off when you say, like, hey, we want to do this kind of in-house and, and, you know, and do it ourselves? Or are they kind of on board, like, yeah, man, you know, we like what you've done so far. Let's make it happen. Like, what's that yeah, dynamic I mean, with them like? Yeah, in the, in the very beginning, um, you know, they were so psyched on how the songs on Death Is There's Name sounded. They were like, Yo, man, like if it's cool, like we like to just release these as is. Um, and that's what happened. We just used those exact songs and, and, and put them out. And then when this record came around, they were definitely, um, you know, very courteous in and and telling us like, yo, man, like, you know, we're down to put money behind this. If you guys want to record with this producer or if you want it mixed by this guy um and we definitely looked into it we actually had some uh test test mixes yeah um and then yeah man danny dude he just uh he's a wizard he 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 is given pure noise and giving the rest of the band what we want i think he really has a lock on what can swim sounds like so once we started giving them a little bit of light on our demos and this is what we're planning on doing pure noise was like completely on board they were like dude if it's not fucking broken why are we going to try to fix it here you right. go here's the money take it and record it yourselves again so um very yeah, admirable and um you know i think again can't swim you guys your approach the way that you know the, the hard work that you guys have put in prior to the band again we know that you guys have done stuff prior to this but sure. you know just the the quick evolution the diy um you know, mentality. I, I think it's very admirable. And, and again, well, like you mentioned earlier, ranch, how many people out there wish they're able to do exactly what can't swim is doing by themselves. It's, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, so I think, you know, fail you again, I know on my end and on a lot of people's end, uh, is going to be highly anticipated and, and there's a lot of excitement behind it. So it's pretty cool to be talking to you about all of that. Uh, Chris, do you know do you know how many tracks are going to be on this? I know I'm asking yep. you some detailed questions. Oh, you got it. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all, <laughs> it's all done. I don't know how much I'm supposed to be telling you. Oh well. But um, that's what we're here we, for to get those it answers. Be the first time yeah, we exactly. pissed off it's somebody's record tw- label. <laughs> it's going to be twelve in its entirety. Awesome. Twelve songs. Yeah. A lot of bands are, and a lot of bands that we've talked to on the podcast, they seem to. Um, 
almost like habitually or ritualistically put out EPs and not really put out full lengths. You know, we're living in a culture that is a single based culture. Oh, you know, hundred percent agreed. Yeah. So it's interesting that you guys are putting out, you know, a full length, a 12 track full length. I love it. I mean, Brandon and I collect vinyl record. It's, it's my favorite platform to listen to music on. I know yeah, I love the whole, the whole experience. It, it's you're listening to an album. Like you don't, right. you know, like you said, we live in a society where, yeah, let's hear your two minutes and then move on to the next one. Totally. But there are, there still are people that appreciate listening to that 45 minutes from beginning to end and getting the whole feel yeah, of, of what you're trying to, convey but chris why did you i mean was there talk about what direction to go like another ep yeah they're actually um yeah totally there was it was it was short-lived we were um there was like an idea where we would do two eps and like and, and release them like six months in between each other um but kind of going what you guys said a lot of the dudes who can't swim are in their late 20s and they're not uh, you know, the quick minded 15 year olds, which <laughs> yeah. is great. You yeah. know, I agree, man. I, I, I have a very big supportive of Hey man, like don't waste my time. Like where's the good songs. Um, but I think we were adamant about doing it. Uh, pure noise too. Pure noise too. They, they, uh, they really wanted to do a full length. They wanted to put out a piece of something that felt complete. And, uh, and if kids want to skip, I think that's totally cool. You know, you want to listen to one or two songs that keep skipping, but I think we wanted to put something out that we that we grew up loving, you know, like our right. favorite records were records. They were 12, 15 songs, you know. Right. Um, and there's bands right now that it's some like old timers that have released some really killer albums in 2016. Blink-182, Green Day, Metallica, and they all went, you know, full go. With, yeah, you know the full lengths and again with technology and the internet it's great because if you do it the right way you can do it both ways and and can't totally. swims doing that you know releasing stranger yeah and you know apple music allows you to you know i'm sure other platforms too but you know apple music allows you to put up the entire album you could see the name the release date all the track titles but only the singles are released you know um sure during a period of time so if you do it the right way you can have it both ways totally man i agree yeah i mean a lot like you said a lot of people do it different ways and this is the way that we kind of thought was working best for our band so we took a shot took 12 12 shots <laughs> yeah. uh, off topic a little bit but since you you've made it a point that you do like records and albums tell me nice. what your favorite record is my favorite record of all time wow that's a good one. Do you have one? Um, That's a tough even. one. You don't. You don't have That's... to have one. I mean, I'm just yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to pick your brain a little bit. Yeah, man. Sure, I'd love to. Um, growing up, I definitely would have said "Disintegration" by The Cure. It was definitely something where I was like, "Man, every song on the record can be good." Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess I'll say that. I mean, I still listen to that record all the time and think that they smashed it. And I think those songs are like timeless you know they're just as great as they are in 2016 when they came out in the 80s um yeah i say that the cure disintegration answer done cool. so <laughs> i asked you chris um back when we were talking about you know how the band started and death deserves a name when that came out i asked you what the expectations were for death deserves mm. a name i'm gonna ask you totally. the same question um for fail you again what are you guys hoping to um achieve from from this big milestone this answer is going to be different yeah <laughs> um you know again like we don't really get too involved in that stuff i think but i think we were all talking about how cool it will be now to not only have five songs we can maybe headline a few shows we can play longer sets we don't have to play those five every night we can switch it up um i think that's great you know for a live show perspective i think we're going to have a lot more options a lot more colors to kind of paint with you said you just um, toured in europe are you only doing your five songs or are you playing know, actually, stuff from your your new record too it's funny you said that like that was like one of my spiels every night i'd be like you would think a band who flew halfway around the world would have more than five songs out but we don't um yeah we would <laughs> yeah, we would uh I always joke. Uh, I would always say, like, all right, we're just going to play those five again. <laughs> um, yeah, we did. We, uh, we, we've been playing Stranger for a few months before we actually put it out. And then, yeah, we do a newer one or two. Um, we're trying to, like, as much as we can keep it under wraps just so 
you know, when, when the record comes out, you kind of hear it for the first time in its proper form. But we also don't want to give a kid who drove two hours to come see us a 20-minute set. So yeah. um, we played some new songs, played some old songs. You guys um, cover anything? We don't. We never did anything live. Um, sometimes I'll, instead of singing some melodies that I'm supposed to sing, I'll just sing other melodies, but I don't think that counts. <laughs> close enough. Um, yeah, close enough. Uh, no, no covers. Uh, it, I don't. I wouldn't. I'm not saying I'm opposed to it. I think you could see Can't Swim covering a song one day down the line. I'm just not sure what that song would be. I understand that. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, Brandon and I in the band we jam and we we are starting to do covers, but I have cool. always been. Not against it, but it's not been something that ever really intrigued me. Um, sure, sure. But, you know, some people just want to hear what they already know. Um, totally, man. Yeah, people yeah. find comfort in that. You yeah. Know? They, they're going to come, they're going to hear 40 minutes of music they've never heard before. You know, they, yeah, they want to hear one song. Know. Yeah, they want to hear one song that kind of totally. amps them and, you know. You know, so yeah, when I was younger, um, I was in the car with my mom and, um, I, I, I don't ask me why, but I was listening to an Uncle Cracker CD. Oh, Maybe. man. And, yeah. Um, and I think that I was listening to it just because it annoyed my mom. And so she shut it off at one point. She goes, Angelo, I don't want to listen to whatever this is. And I go, why? Like, it's good. I like to listen to it. She goes, I want to listen to something that I can sing to, something that I know the words to. And ah. I was like, and I never could understand at that age. And now I was like. Well, at some point, the songs you're singing to and that you like and enjoy, you had to hear for the first time. Yeah, you didn't know totally. at one point in time. Totally. She, she put down the window, ejected the CD, and threw it out the window. I'm not kidding. Wow. So, yeah. Um, I wanted to jump out the window with of... it, but I had my seatbelt on. Yeah, that's, that's quite the story. <laughs> I jumped out the fish. window chasing <laughs> my Uncle Cracker CD. <laughs> it's, um, it's one of those life-changing moments, you know. Yeah, man, Uncle Cracker. <laughs> so, hey, <laughs> my, I feel like my music oh, credibility has kind of gone away at this point. Um, yeah, Uncle Cracker, yeah. But um, so, Chris, when when you're writing songs, uh, you've been in the studio recording, do you have someone in your life outside of the band that's kind of like your go-to that you show maybe some of the mixes to, some of the new songs you get feedback from? Do you have a person like that? Dude, I, I do. I definitely have a secret weapon. It's uh, somebody you mentioned earlier. It's actually my mom. I, oh. I, uh, yeah, She's she a lot is. more supportive than mine, apparently. Yeah, well, I didn't, I didn't say that. <laughs> Chris is also not jamming person. Uncle Cracker with this his mom. Yeah. Maybe, maybe my mom was trying to be supportive. <laughs> yeah, man. She's just trying to push you in the right direction. Parents want what's best for their kids. She knows. Yeah. That's true. She was like, you should listen to Kid Rock. He's the real. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I send a lot of the demos to my mom. She's not a musical person at all. She's never played instruments in her life. But uh, she loves music. She grew up going to punk rock shows her whole life. Um, but yeah, she's real good, man. She's like a secret weapon. Like I said, she can uh, pick out where the hook dies and like, oh, man, you should it kind of lost me there and like, Oh, what are you saying? You could maybe switch that. Um, Chris, you know what you should do? Um, mm. if you want to do me a favor, um, yeah. I'll send you my uncle cracker CD. Okay. I want you to send it to your mom and tell her that it's if some, she likes it or not. You, yes. Yeah. Okay. And, sure and then can you get can you get back to me and we can update our listeners? And well, <laughs> yeah, that man. leads me to, to what I was thinking as Chris is telling this story. Is your mom honest with you? Does she say like, Chris, dude, oh, this dude. this blows? Oh, yeah. Like, why would Shit. you? Why she are you would... doing this? Like, why why oh, don't you dude, try totally. this or something? Yeah. Oh, totally. In the beginning, she was like, "It's shit trash. It's it's fucking terrible." We might be yeah. able <laughs> to create a segment, you know, um, after your mom, you know, basically to get her official opinion on music. <laughs> it's basically yeah, the end like all this. be all. We'll have to figure yeah. out if she likes Uncle Uncle Cracker or not. That's yeah. Gonna... I'll let... Oh yeah. I'll send it her way. I need redeem. I need to be redeemed. Um, yes, yes. So, hey, we're we're coming toward the end of 2016, obviously. It went by fast, especially for Can't Swim. I mean, you guys, again, accomplished oh, yeah, a man. ton this year. So, yeah. looking back on 2016, what stands out the most for you and the band? Uh, it's funny. We actually had a conversation, uh, me and Greg, today, that we realized we played 100 shows this year. And That's good. Wow. That's a yeah, lot. If you yeah. Asked, yeah, if you asked me, I would have said, like, I don't know, like 20 or 30. Like, it, 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 it flew by. Um you know, we got to go to England. We got to go to Europe. We got to go to California. We, you know, we got to travel a lot just because of these five songs you wrote. I definitely think I'd look back and be like, you know, look at all these 
places we got to travel just to play music. Um, a couple kids got tattoos of our band. I remember being like, man, that is so cool. Like, you know, this, that, that this dude liked our music so much. He got a tattooed. Yeah. 2016 was cool, man. It definitely, uh, if you asked me 15 months ago, if I thought any of this would happen, I would have called you crazy, insane. Um, I did not expect any of it. I did not expect people to hear these songs I wrote, but it's been so awesome. Um, a lot of highlights. And then I think we're mostly now excited to put the new record out and do it all over again. You know, try to broaden our horizons, what, we, what, what we're doing musically and, and adding more stuff to the live show and we're all trying to travel to places we haven't been yet. Um, Lots to but, accomplish yeah. next year, huh? Exactly. And we're all excited exactly. for that, too. This this new yeah, album man. coming out, I can't wait to hear the entire thing when yeah, it comes man. out in the yeah. first week of March. It is going yeah. to be a journey that we're all going to take together. We're looking forward yes. to it. Brandon, I want you to introduce to Chris um, a very popular segment on the Spinning Thoughts podcast. We haven't done it for a couple episodes, so we're going to bring it back because... You know, Chris has uh, played by the rules and been nice to us and everything. So, <laughs> um, Brandon, explain this to him. We hope that you oblige and, and you play along here. And um, Sounds good. Take it away, B. All right, so we do this segment. And, and before we started interviewing bands on this podcast, it used to just be Angelo and myself sitting here talking about music. Talking about music news, cool. talking about you know anything we wanted to. Like, where the hell has Uncle Cracker been? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, we, that was in our first episode. Where is that guy? Yeah, <laughs> seriously, him and Kenny Chesney together. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and anyway, one of our segments that we did <clears throat> was called "Lyrics as a Poem." So it sounds okay. self-explanatory, right? Except um, it wasn't. We weren't using super profound lyrics. We were picking okay. songs that were hilarious in nature. Uh, the first okay. episode was Formation by Beyonce that I kind of read as a as a poem. And okay. So now what we do when we have bands come on the podcast, we ask that you pick a song of yours that you wrote, your words. Okay. And you read them to us as poetic and as sensual and sexual as you possibly oh, wow. can. Like really be eccentric with it, you know? We want to feel the words. Uh, it's awkward sometimes to have to to read your own lyrics and that's what we'd like for you to do okay um so tell us many... the song and give us like a verse and just tell us when you're done <laughs> okay should i count down like this is i feel like i'm i'm not capable of such a feat y you absolutely are okay okay um i mess up the lyrics usually when i'm performing them regularly <laughs> isn't that weird I, I do the same thing lyrics that i wrote i can never get right oh, when, yeah. I, when i perform oh, them it's crazy um right, let me think let me think um what's a good one what's a good one uh okay yeah all right who's who, who's ready i'm ready <laughs> you ready <laughs> all right what's the name of the song <laughs> uh your clothes awesome um so uh I'd like you to follow me where I walk. <laughs> I want to take you to a place when I can hear you talk. Mm. Put your mouth right on mine. Oh, yeah. I want to prove that I'm a total waste of all your time. <laughs> Scene. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> that, was, that was beautiful, man. Thank you for reminding me why we do that segment. I mean, it's just, there you go. Yeah, it's awesome. You took me away to a different place, Chris. Okay, good. That's what I was hoping. <laughs> uh, so that was Chris Laporto with uh, another amazing uh, lyrics as a poem segment. So again, yes. thank you for playing along with that. <laughs> no now, problem. <laughs> now, Chris, we're we're unfortunately at the end of our time here on the podcast. Um, so, and it's always a sad time, but we'll definitely chat again, uh, hopefully in Sweet 2017 man. after the album comes out and everything. But totally before we let you loose for the evening, we wanted to give you the opportunity to let our listeners and your fans uh, know where they can find you, like on social media uh, and anything else that they should be keeping on their radar. Shamelessly Any plug yourself, Chris. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Uh, all of our handles are the same. It's Can't Swim. With a little underscore at the end, we got Twitter, Instagram, we're on Napster, we got MySpace. Um, <laughs> Napster? <laughs> uh, 
Um, Took me a second to remember what the hell was, that was. Yeah, seriously, I'm like, what's yeah. Napster? Oh, my God, Napster? Okay. It brought back a lot of bad memories of viruses <laughs> on my computer. and Yeah. Lars Ulrich. We... Yeah. <laughs> our band is releasing our first full length in the beginning of March sometime. But I do believe we'll be releasing one more song or maybe even two before that. So look out for that. Um, we're going to be touring a good amount in 2017. So I hope we tour Pittsburgh 95 times. <laughs> and then you guys can come chill. Hey, absolutely. Times. Dude, we can't wait for that. You let us know when you're coming to Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, we're man. No doubt going to be there. We'll make it 96 because we'll take you out for dinner one night. Oh, um, I love without that. Without you having to play a show. How's that? Sounds good, man. Sounds good to me. Killer. Um, Chris, hey, thank you so much for joining us here on the Spinning Thoughts podcast. We really appreciate your time. Yeah, man. Thanks for taking the time. Um, hang on tight as we uh, let you loose or we're going to say bye to you off the air. But um, again, Chris, thanks for joining us. Cool, buddy. See you. Yo, take care of yourself, brother. You too. Once again, we want to thank Chris Laporto from Can't Swim for joining us here on the Spinning Thoughts podcast. Brandon, what are your thoughts? I have a lot of thoughts. Uh, first <laughs> off, I'm loving everything that I'm hearing uh, so far, especially on Death Deserves a Name that came out February last year. I cannot wait to hear uh, what's coming out on Fail You again here in March. And I also want to point out this is not the first band that we've interviewed coming out of New Jersey. So there seems to be a lot of good shit coming out of New Jersey right now, and I'm loving every bit of it. And a lot of good music will be coming at us in 2017. Can't Swim's new album, Fail You Again, is going to be released in March of 2017. You can check us out here at the Spinning Thoughts Podcast by going to our website, spinningthoughtspodcast.wordpress.com. You can follow us on SoundCloud, Facebook, and Twitter. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and more. Signing off from the Spinning Thoughts Podcast, this is Angelo. And this is Brandon. We're leaving you from the Spinning Thoughts Podcast World Music Megaplex here at Evergreen Studios. Peace. We are leaving you. Peace out. Peace out.